Hello, hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Amanda Grace here with you today. Yes, here we go. They're writing in the chat already. Here we go. That's right. Here we go. You're about to be shot out of a rocket here with our two wonderful guests that we are bringing on. But welcome to everybody. Welcome to our moderators and our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. We have two amazing women here with us today from Jexit. Uh, which is Jews exiting the Democratic Party. We have their CEO, Michelle Terrace, and their national spokesperson, Ziggy Flicker, here with us to discuss. We're going to discuss an array of topics, basically, um, including how why Christians and Jews need to unite, the rise of anti-Semitism in America. We're going to branch off into some things from there. So I'm going to be bringing them on in a few minutes. The birds, I'm sorry, they're very active right now. So... It's middle of the day, so especially the budgies, all they want to do is talk. Oh, and also, happy Hanukkah to our Jewish brothers and sisters out there, the festivals of life, we of light, we love you, and uh, we hope you have a very happy Hanukkah. I'm going to do something for, for uh, Michelle and Ziggy at the end of the broadcast. I know a little bit of Hebrew, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do for them what I know. Ziggy's already getting excited. I could see her. I could see her in the uh, in the uh, backstage green room. Okay. We ready? Here we go. My delete's going on. We're going to open in prayer. We're going to bring them on. After we open in prayer, I'm just going to make a quick announcement. We have something very exciting to announce um, that you can actually listen to us on now that we've gone up on a podcast lineup. And I'll announce that, but let's open up in prayer. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lord, we come before you. We praise you. You are God. You are Adonai. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the Lord of hosts. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise due your name. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh become less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. Father, we acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins, Father God. He died at Calvary. He redeemed us and purchased us by the shedding of his blood. We praise you, Lord. He rose again in three days, ascended back into heaven, and took his rightful place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. And we praise you this day for that, Father. Lord, we invite your presence, Father God, and the presence of the Holy Spirit, who is known as Ruach Elohim in the Old Testament and Ruach HaKadosh in the New Testament, Father God, to fill this place, Lord, to lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. As I always pray, by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority come forth, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. Without your breath of life in us, Lord, we don't have life, Lord. We praise you, Father God, this day in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Okay. Opened up in prayer. Lo I love to do that because I hand it over to the Lord then, and then he does the rest. So I always like to put him in his proper place, which is first and foremost, in our lives. I wanted to make a quick announcement before we bring these two lovely ladies on. I'm going to show you the, uh, very quickly, I'm going to put it up here. We have had the honor of going on Charisma Podcasts media lineup. And so this is Prophetic Perspective 
with Amanda Grace. It is on the Apple podcast. Uh, You can find it there. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Charisma Magazine and Charisma Player. So all of those areas, you can find uh, Prophetic Perspective with Amanda Grace. We've just launched. We thank Charisma Magazine for reaching out to us and Mr. Steve Strang for allowing us this amazing opportunity so you can watch us here as well. Okay. Everybody ready here? Is this like a drum roll here? Because once these two ladies come on, it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get very colorful in a good way, very fast. So let's bring on Michelle Terrace and Miss Ziggy Flicker. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. I love you. I love you. I love both of you. Love you so much. Thank you for everything you're doing. You're a woman of God. You're intuitive. You're beautiful inside out. And I can't, when I met you at Mar-a-Lago, I turned around and I said, Amanda Grace, I had to give you like a big hug because I've been following you for years. And a lot of my friends are huge, huge admirers of yours. So thank you for doing God's work every day. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored for that. All glory be to God. I love meeting you two at Mar-a-Lago was amazing for the defend the border event. Unbelievable thing. And, and who else deserves it more than the greatest president in the history of America? Let me repeat for those of you who can't hear what I'm saying. The greatest president in the history of America. And there's a very simple reason why I say that. First of all, um, Donald Trump didn't need the job. He's married to one of the most beautiful women in the world. He's in mm-hmm. retirement age. He's a fabulous golfer. He came on to save the Constitution and defend the Republic. He didn't need this job. And while he was president, America First policies were right there. Our border was secure. Lowest unemployment rate. Um, the, the country was thriving. Gas rate, gas was at $1.87. We were energy dip- independent. And now look at what our country's turned to with the clown, the circus that's running this country right now. It is a dis, it is a disgracia. It is I I, uh, I could only say it in, in Hebrew. Meshugaim shama. I, I I don't. Every day I wake up and I'm just like, okay, what's new in the circus today? What clown is performing today? And not uh-huh. only that, Donald John Trump was the best president for the Jewish people in the state of Israel. By the way, oh, he was. He brought National Day of Prayer back into this country, and we, as in Nash, as a national Jewish organization, attended those prayer calls, and they were absolutely incredible. They uh, praise God. I was on some of those prayer calls. Um, yeah. Part of what what was it called? It was called the White House Faith Council or something That's like correct. that. We, That's yeah, correct. And we were on, yes. so we would be on those calls, listening. But. Um, when you said circus, I have to say something because this this is in the words of Robin Bullock because it is a circus right now, complete with the bearded lady who was the secretary of energy who now has been fired. It, we can't make it up. The suitcase stealing. What uh, I mean, every day it's like another another live performance. It's it's crazy, but. Mm-hmm. I am I am very grateful to Donald John Trump. Um, Michelle and I have had the opportunity of being with him um, over a dozen times. I've been in his company. He's the most generous. He is the most loving patriot. What the media has done to him and why I call him the greatest president. No other president in history has ever had to endure the, the persecution, the 24-7, his children, his wife, himself, 
all day long, every single day. There's no money to be made unless you're taking down Donald John Trump. It is a disgrace. But for those who know what Saul Alinsky's playbook is, if you knew the playbook, you're not surprised. So a lot of people say, why are you so calm, Siggy? And I'm like, well, first of all, Elohim, I believe in God. Um, I was born during the six-day war in a bomb shelter. I, I'm not scared of much. Um, and I'm alive today because a Catholic priest helped my father during the Holocaust from Evian, France, him and his seven brothers and sisters, into Switzerland. So wow. I, thank, I thank the Christians out there who are better to the Jews than Jews themselves. Let me repeat that because I'm not going to apologize for it. Thank you for standing up for the Jewish people in the state of Israel. Today, we have misinformation because if you know the, the playbook, it's Saul Alinsky's playbook. Every lie, they're trying to rewrite history. They're trying to rewrite Judeo-Christian values. They want to remove God from the public square. They don't want you to get married and have beautiful babies. No, they'd rather you be, you be homeless, eating bugs, and dependent on the government. But we, Yes, we Christian and Jews are uniting together like never before. We will make Judeo-Christian values great again. And Donald John Trump will be our president. I believe he still is, but I'm not going to get into that. He will be our president again, living mm -hmm. in the White House soon. Amen. And so the importance of Christians and Jews uniting, because Israel is the apple of God's eye. They are the firstborn. We're grafted in. So if we're grafted in and we're kind of adopted, uh, then it is so important then for the family to come together. Uh, 100%. And for those of you who haven't visited Israel, I was just there twice this summer. Go. Lechu. Lechu la'aretz. I took my best friends, the Grecos, to Israel. Mm -hmm. And the Grecos, of course, are Italiano. And hey, Italy is one my, of my paisans. Favorite. Oh, I would rather be in Ravello, Manore, Maggiore. They said, Siggy, why are we going to Israel this summer and not back to Italy? I said, Jesus never walked Italy. He walked Israel. Let's go. We took our kids. They have four, uh, uh, four kids. We have four kids and the adults. We went in Israel everywhere that Jesus was. We went to the Church of Annunciation, to the sea where he walked with Peter. We had St. Peter's fish. We went to the um, Jesus's tomb. I took him to Nazareth, to Beth, anywhere that Jesus was. They we, it was the most moving trip. It was beautiful. So you want to know who protects all those sites? You want to know who protects the Church of Annunciation and all those holy sites? It's the Israelis. The Israelis amen. are watching over amen. And that's why when the Christians who know Israel so well and go to Israel, like Pastor Dave and Amanda Grace mm -hmm. and all these big, big people who are doing blessings every day, they know exactly what time of day it is. And Israel is a small little country. And people say to me all the time, how does it stay alive? You're surrounded by big, right. big enemies. Mm -hmm. And they're not good looking either. Israel, no. Am Israel Chai, when you go to Israel and you see Arabs, Christians, and Jews in the army, in the, I, let me repeat, in the IDF, black, white, LGBT, it doesn't matter. It's the only democracy in the Middle East. And people say, how? How? I say, well, Elohim is one. But number two is, we know how to secure our borders. 
we do not have problem with fentanyl. Mm -hmm. We do not have problems with immigration. Because when you go to the Golan Heights, where my cousins serve, I went to the base, you see wow, this is this is what a secure border look. No one's coming into Israel, which is why and how it survives. And I'm very proud that Jexit is also working. Michelle could talk about that with mm -hmm. Defend the Border with Tom Holman, the former mm -hmm. director of ICE. We have a catastrophe happening now. And for all those of you who have been sleeping, who believe CNN, I think their viewership is down to, I think, 125 people. If you're still believing... <laughs> The BS that's coming from CNN that we don't have a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been to the border. We have a major, major problem with not only trafficking of children, not only fentanyl coming into this country. I'm a legal immigrant. When I came to this country at the age of six, I had to show documentation. I yeah. had to let them know why I'm here and what I intend to do here. I had to get a passport and a social security card. I, I I mean, you have to vet people. Your children go to school. You just let anybody go through that front office into your child's class because they want to learn? You, no. you can't. It has to have law and order. We can't have millions of people here that are not vetted for, that are, that are hard-earned dollars, are paying for, and we don't even know why they're here. And a lot of them are here, ladies and gentlemen. You could ask Tom Holman this. They are releasing all the criminals from the surrounding jails. And they're allowing them into our country because they're smart. Why would they want them in their country? Go cause havoc there. And it's it's a major problem for the future generation of Americans. So if you have a good life, because I have a good life. I love my life. I love my husband. I love my kids. But if you have a good life and you have children or you have pets and you're worried about their future, and if you don't have grandchildren and you're worried about your grandchildren's future, you better start waking up and realizing that the party that you voted for is no longer the party of JFK. We no, not at all. In the White House, who doesn't care, he'll look at you and say, I don't really care. I love China. And he'll smile. <laughs> and then he'll make a mistake and then he'll ride his bike and then he'll come to a complete stop and fall down. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It is. The show is getting a little bit, I mean, we're towards the end. But for those who don't get it by now, I, I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. God bless you. I will pray for you extra hard. You know what was so interesting about the bike incident that the Lord pointed out to me? In the month filled with pride, he fell. I can't. In the month filled with pride, that's when he fell. I, it, it, you can't make this up. And, yeah. and, and and the other day he's saying his accomplishments. The accomplishments were accomplishments that were the administration of the past. I mean, it for people to uh, to say, wow, he's doing such a... Biden's laughing at you. Biden's laughing at those who have yeah. bought into this... this it's, it's a playbook. It's Saul Alinsky's playbook. They're, everything they blame the, the us doing, they're guilty of doing themselves. And thank God for Elon Musk. You know, the, the jury is still out on Elon Musk, but I appreciate mm -hmm. everything he's done so far. I'm not into the chipping everybody and putting chips. No. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not jumping in. I can jump in when I talk about the president, Donald John Trump, because I know him personally. And boy... That is somebody who loves his country. Would you not say so, Michelle? Well, let's talk about Donald Trump, the anti-Semite. Yes. I mean, seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, hello, right. people. His daughter is a Jew. 
His grandchildren are Jewish. Abraham Accords. He's the only president with balls to actually do what he says he was going to do. Number mm -hmm. one, he moved the embassy into Jerusalem. How many prior presidents promised that? They're like, yes, I'm going to promise to do it. And then once they were elected, they said, okay, I already got the American people eating out of my hands. I don't have to do that. Number two, Golan Heights, sovereignty over the Golan Heights. You realize that if Israel doesn't have the Golan Heights, we cannot see our enemies coming for us. Now, for those of you who don't know, any empire, any enemy that's ever attacked Israel is gone. From the Philistine Empire, the Byzantine Empire, the Egyptian Empire, the Roman Empire. It goes mm. on and on and on and on. Hitler gone. You, yep. uh, the Soviet Union gone. Genesis 12, 3. I'm going to protect those and bless those who bless Israel. And, and I curse those who curse you. Curse Israel. So mm -hmm. anti-Semitism is up 183%. That's a ton. If your viewers know, Jews are only 15 million in the world. Let me repeat that. We're 0.2% wow. of the world population, 15 million. I'm not going to shrink myself so everybody is comfortable with me being successful. And you know why I'm successful? Because I walk a straight line. And Israel, the only country in the Middle East that doesn't have oil. And how is Israel one of the most powerful countries today? Well, I'm going to tell you. While they hate, we create. Sechel. Sechel, look up Sechel, it means brain. Uh, we are not raised to go out there and milk the system. We're raised to go out there and walk a straight line and bust our tuchuses and make it work. And my mother says, I don't care, you walk a straight line. There's always going to be somebody prettier, somebody smarter, somebody better, but you work. And I, from a young age, I had to wait tables and I became the best waitress. And I made, I made sure that I showed up early and I left late and I did my job correctly. Going back to Israel today, tiny little country, smaller than the size of New Jersey. The remarkable things that have come out of Israel, like Netafim, mm -hmm. we ended world hunger with a hose that mm -hmm. has holes in it. It's crazy. We created water out of air. We created robotics. Most of the machines that are used in hospitals Israel. We created the scan disc because Israel Israelis go to work. They defend the country. They use their brains and they create. So while anti-Semitism is on a high, I say, who cares? I care, but it's, it doesn't change. I'm still a proud Jew. Amen. I wake up morning and say, and you know what I do? I concentrate on the Christians that we're going to unite with and we're going to do a worldwide tour. Judeo-Christian values will be great again. The family unit will be great again. We're bringing God back into the public square. And all those who worship Satan, have fun. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, because you're going to get burned in the end, let me tell you. He you're does right. not there. There's, there's another important thing that we, that we are able to do as well, because we're dealing with a lot of fake news, which Siggy had a lot of experience with in her career. Mm -hmm. You know, the anti-Semitism that you talk about, on the left, it's systemic, while on the right, it's incidental. So okay. we have to speak about that, and we have to bring to light, for example, the Charlottesville incident. I used to carry around with me the transcripts, because they're not telling the truth. We have to speak the truth about these things. 
The same thing regarding the anti-Semitism. The, the left uses the opportunity to gaslight us and portray President Trump as a white supremacist. It's, it's all lies. So as a Jewish organization, we must speak truth. We were, you know, if we look back at our purpose, our purpose was to, to, um, to teach a monotheistic system and the universal laws of ethics. We have to stand for truth. That's yes. what we're here to do. And Amen. it's very hard because every big entity, big pharma, yeah. social media, big tech, they're all in bed together. And I they say are. to everybody, the government is our virus right now. We have a virus. It's called the government. The media mm -hmm. is how it spreads the virus. The symptom is what they want for all of us to be silent. And they want us to live in fear. The cure, common sense. Common sense, back to sechel. Mm -hmm. Use your sechel, your brain that God gave you. You know, work on it. Just start thinking for yourself. And the treatment, is, is, the treatment is up to you. It's so mm -hmm. easy to see that we're, the, 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 our enemies are from within. They're not outside. They're from within trying to destroy us from within. And the more people yep. who stand up and fight back, the easier it's, it's going to be to take back this country and make Judeo-Christian values great again. Amen. You know, I, I call big tech and big pharma and big this and big that. I call them Goliath and his brothers. This uh -huh. is who, this is the, the term uh -huh. I use for yep. them because that's what they want to do. They want to come and they want to try to curse the living God and draw people away, you know, and curse yes. the people of God. Right. And, you know, the last time Goliath did that was the last time he ever did that because exactly. he got a stone to his head from a very brazen shepherd boy named David Stop who me. had more faith in him than the entire army of Israel had in that moment exactly yeah and exactly and amanda i tell people this all the time when people say anti-semitism is on a high and i'm like okay but they're not they're not really coming for the jews so let's just think about the big pie yeah we're 0.2 percent of the world population and we're only two percent of american population mm -hmm. so somebody like kanye west who's a billionaire who's going to sit there and my violin is broken today and complain <laughs> He's going to cry, oh, I'm worth billions and I'm going to blame the Jews for not being worth more. It's And then he comes out with his last video saying, you know what? I'm really jealous of the Jewish people because they stick together. They have such pride and chutzpah and tenacity and drive. But they're not coming for the Jews. You see, they're coming for the Christians. And the sooner the Christians wake up and realize we're the canary in the coal mine. I learned that from Michelle. They're not coming for us because the Christians are 2.2 billion. They're yeah. coming for the people who love Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They're like, listen, if we if we come for the Jews and we get rid of Israel and we're doing this, then we come from our really what we want. And they want world domination. They want to infiltrate, populate, dominate, but never assimilate. And the more people that buy on, they will they will lie, cheat, and steal. And it's funny to me to see the LGBT community not knowing that the Democrat Party has turned on them. They like, have. I mean, it's the LGBT community is going around saying, "Oh, I can't vote for. Uh, I can't be a conservative because you know that's not my party." And I'm like, uh, "Yes, it yeah. is." The Democrat Party now is so involved with Satan and Moloch and Baal and, and 
and Ashtoreth and yes. Why do you give uh-huh. me a critical race theory? Yeah. Why are mm-hmm. we teaching sex to three-year-olds and third graders need to know about sexual positions? Why do they need to see a drag queen and third grade who's taking money out of her? Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we know. Uh-huh. That's where, if you want to do that, I have no problem with that. Go to high school, go to college. Why? They have turned, and a lot of my friends in the LGBT community finally said, Siggy, you are right. We're against this. They're making us look bad. We're not groomers. We don't want to teach sex to three-year-olds and four-year-olds. We don't want to have sex operations to minors who haven't even hit puberty yet. It is crazy that anybody who thinks that the Democratic Party is for them, you are 100% wrong. And they've exploited our relationships as minorities. We were very strong with the Black community in 65. We always stood up and we had, you know, same, same value system, God, country, family, the Democrat party is exploiting the black community. They're destroying the relationships between the black and Jews, the right. blacks and Jews. And that's why we have to stand up and speak out against this because it's all lies. They are causing us to fight amongst one another while they're having their agenda being pushed through and we're too busy fighting with one another. And everybody's afraid to talk about the big elephant in the room. A lot of the black people who are turning against the Jewish people are under the teachings of a Louis Farrakhan. So everybody made it a big deal that Donald Trump had dinner with his longtime friend, Kanye West, to try to say to Kanye, hey, hey, you've been my friend for a long time. You lost a lot of money. You lost your wife. You lost your family. Mm -hmm. Buddy, stop taking advice from the Louis Farrakhans of the world and the black Israelites. Stop it. They're not giving you the best advice. A lot of people need to realize that the Louis Farrakhan, um, they believe that they're the true Israelites and mm-hmm. we are the fake Jews. I've never heard of something more ridiculous in my life. These, this is the following of why you see so many people turning. It's true. I mean, but you know what? The enemy loves to sow deception. I mean, he thrives in an environment of chaos and deception and lies and turmoil. And if he can sow all of that, the enemy and sow confusion, well, then he can breed in that environment. He he can flourish in that environment. So right. the enemy has really gone forth because he knows the Jews are the apple of God's eye. This is why they're attacked so much. Right. Because what God loves, he hates. And by default, when you're a child of God, the enemy hates you. By default, you're automatically at war. When right. you're a child of the Most High God, you're automatically at war with the enemy. There is no, and the kingdom of darkness, there is no if ands, or buts about this. Correct. Mm-hmm. Amen. But how? what an epic fail. More people today are converting to be Jews. They're like, what is it with the Jewish people? And as they're going and inquiring and looking at the Old Testament, the New, whatever you want to learn about, they're like, wow, this is really the... Judaism is about love. It's about honor. It's about respect. It's about the Bible and stories within the Bible that are just beautiful. The holidays are beautiful. They're filled with love. There is no, um, um, it's, 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 I'm so proud to be a Jew and I'm so proud to be alive. And I'm so proud to be alive during this time, knowing that I'm fighting every day for Judeo Christian principles. Um, you know, communism is the godless cancer. 
and I believe Judeo-Christian principles is the chemotherapy to that cancer. Mm -hmm. And the more that we come out as proud and loud, I mean, the more that we could defeat the devil. That's right. Amen. Look, look what the enemy tried to do. We were the first Jewish organization to present President Trump with the long overdue, mm -hmm. long deserved De American Defender of Zion Award right after that wonderful moment, that high yeah. media got hold of this Kanye thing, twisted it, turned it. And mm -hmm. it's just unbelievable. You know, we, we are working with the Trump campaign, Siggy's a surrogate, mm -hmm. and we are working to disseminate the truth every single day because this is going to go on now since he announced his candidacy. This That's is right. going to go on for the next two years. Well, if, if, exactly, because, you know, if they can fracture, and I'm going to play the video in a minute. I actually have the video of the award being given. I happened to be there at the Defend the Border event, yeah. so I got I had the honor of watching this live. But if the if it can be fractured, the relationship between Trump and the Jews, and they're trying very hard because that's like a cornerstone of what he did. You know, I like we're going back to what Ziggy said. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who cursed you. He blessed the Jewish people. The enemy know it. The wicked know it. And they're trying to fracture that that leg and, and that olive branch that was extended between Trump and the Jews. So here, let me get this up because we're going to go to this now. We're going to share our screen here so we can all watch this. Okay, here we go. All right, here, let's, ready? And millions of families all over America and the world. Donald Trump is the greatest president in modern times for what he's done for America, what he did for the rest of the world, and especially our friend Israel. No president ever has done for the state of Israel as a true friend and partner what Donald Trump did. Amen. He deserves every award that every Jewish group can give to a president. Two years ago, I said that Donald Trump was the first Jewish president. He was. I cannot thank him enough. It is my great blessing and the blessing of my family to have such a wonderful, decent, kind, courageous friend as Donald Trump. He deserves this award and many more. God bless. Thank you, President Trump, for promises made and promises kept to the Jewish people and the state of Israel. Mr. President, God says in the Torah that he will bless those who bless Israel. Mm -hmm. You now stand among a select group of world great leaders carrying that privileged legacy. You made the world a safer place for Jews, and I have no doubt that you will do it again. I am the daughter of a Holocaust scholar and survivor, and I know all too well the meaning of never again. Unfortunately, anti-Semitism has risen to an all-time high since you left the White House, and I personally can't wait until you're back in that beautiful White House to defend the Jewish people and the state of Israel. Thank you, President Trump for being the greatest defender of Zion. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll stop it after this here. There we go. Unbelievable. Remarkable evening. Mm -hmm. It was. 
It and was. Amanda, you'll 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 know all the Jewish or ninety percent of Jewish organizations are silent because they have to ponder to their voters. And we all know that the liberal Jews, seventy four percent of them, shame on you. Let me repeat that because everybody's like, oh, you call out your own? Yes, and I do it proudly. Shame on you. 74% of liberal Jews voted for Joe Biden, who, who you have such a problem with Donald Trump sitting down with Kanye, but how many times did Biden have dinner with Farrakhan? Oh, that doesn't matter. Ilhan Omar, does it? Rashida Tlaib, that. Chuck right. Schumer, a Jew who's silent while they want to defund the Iron Dome that protects Israeli citizens, including, when I say Israeli citizens, Arab Israelis, Christian Israelis. Uh -huh. No, no, no. You, you, that, that doesn't matter. Every day you put it aside. But, oh, you're very interested into who Donald Trump has dinner with. I know. We see you, we hear you, which is why Jexit doesn't have to ponder to any voters or any donors. We, of course, we need money to survive, but we have people who say, wow, because we see that you're not switch hitters, you walk a straight line, we're with you and the Jexit organization. But all these Jewish organizations, wow, you know, it says a lot. It says a lot about how silent you are and how you are allowing to work with the devil because you have donors that are going to pull away if you really tell them the truth about what a great president Donald John Trump is and was, especially for the Jewish people in the state of Israel. Let, let me just let, let me let me just give you a little bit of feedback based on those American Jews that did yeah. vote left. They're, they vote left because the, mass major, the vast majority of those Jews really don't care about Judaism or Israel. That's, they care that's about, right. They mm -hmm. care about secular leftism, which is their religion. Now, secularism. Secularism is such an enemy of, of, of Almighty God, the Torah, the New Testament, uh, the people of God. It is secularism was something birthed by Satan himself to draw people away from God into a parallel, into a parallel where these demons are still at work. We said Molech, Baal, Ashtoreth, still at work <laughs> on that side. They're, they're the least religious group of all religious groups in America. Correct. And yes. it's an interesting... Uh, fact that 60% of all hate crime is against Jews. Well, we only rep represent nearly 2% of the, the population in America. They're sadly, sadly funding our demise with uh -huh. the Black Lives Matter, all the other, you know, J Street, they're funding our own demise. And we, as that remnant, have to stand up, speak out, and be empower other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you let's know, not forget... Let's not forget the clown show, the ADL clown show, the circus, the United <laughs> Nations. I mean, it's no, no one takes any of them seriously anymore. It's a clown show. It's, it's seriously, it's like, oh, the ADL put out a statement today. I'm like, next. I mean, I'm, while I'm getting a pedicure and a manicure, I'm like, you know what? I'll get a facial now. Who cares what you have to say? No one's even listening anymore. It's a clown show. But what Jews need to realize is, and I'm going to I'm going to say this and I hope that every Jew is out there because today the non-Jews are fighting for you and your livelihood and your state more than you are. 
The only way that Jews will survive is if you have something called power. Am Yisrael Chai. Stand up. You have nothing to be embarrassed about. You have nothing to bow your head down for. In 1948, when the United Nations established UN Resolution 181, yes. the following day, three of the strongest Arab nations attacked us. We didn't have an army, and we had three used planes. We kicked their butts. In 1967, when I was born, uh, wait, I'm sorry, 1948, six uh, of the strongest Arab nations attacked us. We beat them. In 1967, three of the strongest armies came at us. My father fought in that war. It took us six mm -hmm. days six to day demolish war. them, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And we might have had a little bit of an army, not the army that we have today. In 1973, my fellow Americans, while we were davening our highest of holiest holidays, Yom Kippur, when mm -hmm. our soldiers were davening, could you imagine if we attacked anybody during Ramadan? What would the New York Times say about that? Oh, one? forget it. Oh, forget my it. gosh. 1973, they attacked us, a surprise attack. We whipped their butts. Ladies and gentlemen, we are only strong. We are only, we can only survive when we are strong. Hitler had a dream to annihilate 20 million people, 6 That's million right. of them Jews. But guess what? He didn't like LGBTQ. He didn't like a lot of the, the um, Jesus-loving people. He wanted an Aryan nation, right? Have, has anybody mm -hmm. ever visited Germany now? <laughs> Hitler's rolling around in his grave. It's not an Aryan nation. No. Not, no. So what I'm trying to say is, Anytime we, the people, stand up and we use our inside and we pray, and it might look like it's, wow, this is going to be a big, big thing that we're up against. We're not. 80% of the people feel exactly like me and you. We are the majority. You only think that you're not because mainstream media doesn't allow it. Has mainstream media been talking about Twitter files? Has mainstream media ever talked about Jeffrey Epstein? Who's on that list? Why hasn't that list been released? Who's doing dirty things? Mm -hmm. Why don't we know about it? Mm -hmm. They're all protecting their own and they're protecting their God. And if you do a research and you find sure. out who their God is, you will understand everything that you need. You know, you have to really do research. Today, as Americans, we're used to going on our phone. And when we don't understand something, we Google it. We look up. We do this. Mm -hmm. We do that. We play this. We go on TikTok. How about going and doing research and finding out? Because all those conspiracy theorists are now, I mean... I don't know. All, all, all their theories are coming true. I mean, what's left? What's left? Really, what's left? Stand up and stop pondering to the left. Yeah. Pondering to the devil. Why? Why? Everybody says, oh, my God, Siggy, how are you so confident? I said, I would rather die today knowing I'm on the right side of history, knowing that my children, my friends, my husband know. I did not cave one day. And I've known about this for seven years. Where have you been? And why don't you know about it? I'm asking you truly. I'm, there's nothing special about me. I was a housewife, housewife of New Jersey. You couldn't pick a bigger trash show to go on. Yay. <laughs> I did my best to try to make Jersey great again. And then my husband's like, baby, they don't want Jersey to be great again, honey. They're getting a lot of money for tables to be flipped. And I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. I, what I thought was it was going to be wasn't, but yeah. I'm, I'm nothing special. How did I know? And why don't you know? You know why? Because I actually did my research.
And I actually listen to people like Amanda Grace and Pastor Dave. And I go and Tom Holman, the former director of ICE. I mean, under six presidents. I mean, he worked under Obama, some people's Mm -hmm. favorite president. I mean, he knows what he's talking about. Pick the people that you're going to get information of and say, wow, I get it from Mark Levin. I love him. Mark Levin, if you're out there, I love you. We love you. I, I ran into you in Jupiter and you are my husband's favorite human being besides Donald Trump. You are a constitutional e- expert. You're a walking encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everything you do. But for the young generation, I mean, go listen to Charlie Kirk. I mean, you have, you have a lot of influencers out there who know what time of day it is. Stop it with, you know, who are you following? Yeah. The card you're following Balenciaga. Who are you following today? Oh, it's all coming out. Speaking of research, just want to throw this in. Mm-hmm. This June, June 8th to the 20th, uh, we are going to Israel with Tom Homan and Sarah Carter and Chris Burgard and Tom Trento mm-hmm. to, to on a fact-finding expedition to Israel to learn why border walls, barriers, fences work to secure national sovereignty and to save lives, based on Tom Homan's book, Defend the Border and Save Lives, which your our mutual friend Chris Burgard is the director. And we yeah, we love Chris and his wife. Right. I, I'm obsessed so, with Chris and his wife. Obsessed so, with them. Mm-hmm. So come to Israel with us, Amanda. Come, bring a delegation. Let's all go. I may just. <laughs> I've never also, been. We're we're going to meet with Benjamin Netanyahu there. We're gonna we're gonna take the Americans to the Israeli border to find out why and how borders are a nation without a border is a nation without sovereignty. You cannot have a United States of America if you do not close off your borders. It's 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 as black and white as that. I'm sorry. You want to come? You come like me using the front door. You come like That's me. Right. You take a test. You come. I'm so grateful. I mean, I'm a legal immigrant, and I'm going to tell you that my homeland, Israel, would have not given me the opportunity to obtain the American dream. America gave me the American dream, and now when America needs me most. I refuse to turn my back on the greatest country in the world. I love America. I respect the American flag. I pledge my allegiance to the United States of America, and I will continue to do so. And I have to tell you, a lot of legal immigrants and the left is very like they're wondering, how is it that all the legal immigrants are for Trump? Because we know what communism looks like. You come to South Florida and you ask a Cuban family. They have a brother, a sister, a mother, and a friend who has experienced communism. They came here to get away from it. And look at what's happening in America. We're turning into Venezuela, one of the most beautiful country that turned into a socialist dump in under 15 years. Yeah. If we don't stand up like the people of Brazil are standing up and they are fighting, they are fighting a fraudulent election and the military is on the side of the people. Amen. Amen. You want the military on the side we of the people. Not, Honestly, we, we have to have that. We have to have that. But Braz- Brazilians, they're like, no way. No way. They're out in the millions. It's already three months. They're out in the street saying, hell no, we won't go. We did not elect some criminal that Biden had something to do with releasing him from j- There's no way. And they are fighting. And Americans were just, I'm sorry, This uh, the only negative thing that I'm going to say in this whole interview is you're just not there yet. I don't know what you're doing. You're still on TikTok. 
we're just quite not there yet. It's going to take a little bit longer for you guys to understand that for the last, I'd say 25, I don't, you know, many, many years, your government has been doing a lot of horrible things behind your back and you're mm -hmm. owed a lot. You're owed a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it'll Sorry. all come out in the middle of this. I am oh, sure yes. it'll all come out in the wash in the middle of this and be just laid bare before the world. Yes. It's drip every day. It's another thing coming mm. out slowly right now. Americans have realized, wow, the CIA, the FBI, oh my God, everything that I thought was so, you know, law and order is really not law and order. Who's behind censoring. I'm an American citizen with over half a million followers and I, no one can find me. I'm being censored and shadow banned. Why? I preach love. I preach. I love the United States of America. My favorite song is Lee, Lee Greenwald. I'm proud to be an American. What, what am I doing that they don't want people to find me because I love speaking the truth and I'm not afraid. I'm fearless. I'm doing so. I don't care who likes me, who doesn't like me. You don't want to follow me. Go follow Go follow Hunter Biden. I don't care. But I'm censored and shadow banned. And other conservatives are censored and shadow banned for speaking the truth. Well, well, well they are all over. We're censored too. Go on, Michelle. We're censored also. About, Go on. Look, the parallel between what happened on the show and how you were canceled, pretty much canceled because of your beliefs and... Um, it's a, it's, there's a parallel to what they did to president Trump. So you right. can relate based on what this well, industry right. in Hollywood, I was on, Hollywood does. I was on TV for 10 years. I had my own matchmaking show on VH1 and Wendy Williams had me on her show for four years as a relationship expert. I wrote a fabulous book, write your own fairy tale. And I was always about, you know, matchmaker and about love and a man's rejection is God's protection. You take the Amen. L out of lover. That relationship is over. Know your worth. Know your country's worth. Know your people's worth. I believe that there's a lid to every pot. And I never had a problem with the entertainment, the liberal entertainment industry. And then I went on Housewives for two seasons, 2015, where I didn't vote for a president because there was no president to vote for. I wasn't, you know... Um, voting. But in 2016, I voted for the first time for Donald John Trump. And you know, when you're a housewife, they come and film you in your house. Yes. And what was in my garage over my husband's car collection is make America great hats. And <laughs> once the production company got a whiff, and I'm not one, as you could say, you could tell Amanda, I wasn't giving in. And my no. husband says, you're not giving in. And you're going to come out publicly that you support Donald Trump. You have nothing to be ashamed of. That's um, right. And and I didn't. And they said, oh, OK, you know, you know, and it's funny because when Donald Trump's on TV, they only show a section of what he says. That's called selective editing to create a false narrative. So on the show in 2015, I was the love. I brought everybody together. Well, nothing changed about me in 2016, except for I was soggy. I cried all the time because of the toxic, hostile environment that I had to be in for eight hours a day for five months. And, oh. they, and the producer would whisper in people's ears to attack and attack and attack so they can get a reaction. And they don't show the three hours of attacking. They only show Siggy's reaction. That's selective editing. So the first mm. time that I met Donald Trump, I said, listen, I had a whiff of reality TV. It's not for me because I thought reality TV was real. I mean, show me I'm good, crazy. I'm entertaining. I have no filter. 
Why do you have to edit me? What, 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 what do you have to edit me for? Just let, just let the cameras roll. But when I, when I was being mistreated, my husband said, babe, you don't, you don't need this. We have a beautiful life. You're out of there. So, um, I was saved and look what God got, you know, they say when you plan, God laughs and God opened up the door for me. And I found Michelle and Michelle taught me all about Judeo-Christian values and said, mm -hmm. Siggy, we need your voice. Come. And I, I, it's like, I took a, a course from her and yeah. Karen and Sophia. And now the four of us, we go everywhere. We have a very exciting, we can't announce what's going on, but we are doing mm -hmm. a Judeo-Christian tour. Amanda, you will be there. We, mm -hmm. it's going to be a 50 state tour. We're going to go with our bus from state to state and do a prayer like Chris Bergar taught us how to pray. And every time we get together, we do, we pray and there's chills in the room. I start to cry. Like I just love being with the, with the, with the Christian community. I, I, it, 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 it does something to, to my soul. I jump out of my skin and, um, I, I just feel very, very blessed that God led me to where I am today to Jexit. Um, which is, by the way, Michelle doesn't like to show off, but Jexit, I'll show off for Michelle, Jexit raised the Jewish vote from 35 to 45% in the wow. term. Good it's for you. Praise God. Well, for President Trump in 2016, the Jewish vote in the state of Florida was 29%. And in 2020, we were able to raise the Jewish vote to 43% with the help of also the Republican Jewish coalition. But um, it was outstanding what we were able to do in this in the state of Florida. So then, you know, we've been able to get our message to go national. Just think what we can do in 2024 for President Trump with the help of Siggy. And by the way, we do have some great men in our organization, one being Ken Friedman, whose mother mm -hmm. ran uh, America for Safe Israel. It's an incredible organization. She's she's passed away, but it still is a huge uh organization she was just recognized in israel and um he's with us as well so we have some we have anna cohen and tom trento we have a yeah, lot yeah. of good people bible loving judeo-christian values and you know listen once in a while we, we we come across a few bad eggs there's a lot of posers out there there's a lot of yeah. people who pretend to be in our movement in our own movement, there's a lot of posers out there. And, you know, you just have to 86 and delete them immediately and block them and keep moving forward. But I've come across, and the most criticism that we get, Amanda, you're not going to believe this, is from our own. It's oh, from, I'm not surprised. I can't, nope. You can't I get like Cora criticizing Moses. I, like oh, it goes all the way back to when Cora from within tried to just criticize and overthrow what the Lord was having Moses do. I'm called a, a Holocaust denier. I've gotten accused of being a Holocaust denier. Meanwhile, I mean, we spoke like, at, the, at the school board to uh, stop this principal in, in Boca Raton at Spanish River High School who denied that the, he couldn't say that the Holocaust did exist. We speak out for fully Jewish students. We speak out against all this anti-Semitism and, and they call us Holocaust deniers. Yeah. And not only that, for the 75th liberation of Auschwitz, I went out there uh, with Ron Lauder, with my family. My father spoke at the, um, my father's written 23 books on the Holocaust, The Path wow. of the Righteous Gentile. And during his time at Yad Vashem, he ran Yad Vashem's Righteous Gentile Division for over 25 years. His department honored 36,000 non-Jews. The wow. non-Jews 
who hid Jewish people during the Holocaust. Today, that number is well over 60,000. Um, of course, the priest that saved my father, um, Father Simon Galay from Evian, France. But the non-Jewish community that took it upon themselves at that time to yeah. hide a Jew, to save a Jew, the stories are are remarkable. And to be out in Auschwitz and to tour Auschwitz, to see the gas chambers, to mm. see the shoes, to see the, cav the, the, the teeth, to see uh. what you see there. And today you have these morons who are just like, let's just put it out there and that the Holocaust never happened. It's only to create false narratives. They are trying to rewrite history. They're trying to say that the Jews only found Israel after the Holocaust. When we have a museum, museum filled with archives, filled with artifacts yeah. from 2,000, 3,000 years ago. And there's a reason why the Palestinian museum is empty. It's, there's a reason why it's just four walls, because there is no history there. There is no. Yasser Arafat was brilliant mm -hmm. in taking all the money from the radical Hezbollah and Hamas. Yeah. And that money is funneled to London where his wife lives and she's the beautiful Rose of Street and homes, the poor Palestinian people and the poor people in Iran and all those that are, that are um, ruled by the radical, the yep. radical governments who steal money. It's all propaganda. If yeah. you say you hate Israel and hate the Jews, more money comes in. You funnel more money into your bank accounts, but the people yes. don't see it. They don't see it in Israel. Never. An Arab woman is allowed to walk down the street without a chaperone. Now, 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 for those of you who don't understand under Sharia law, a woman under Sharia law is not allowed to walk down the street without a brother, an uncle, or family member chaperoning her to the supermarket. Mm -hmm, if that's you true. you are gay and you are in the Middle East, you are being killed. Let me repeat that. You're being thrown off the building. Have you ever visited Israel during gay pride? Go to Tel Aviv during gay pride and see what a democracy really looks like when, when they're holding up gays for Palestine. It's almost like I have 19 buckets of popcorn. You can't make up the circus that we're watching every day, that people are so uneducated. They don't understand how the people of Iran, the people of Gaza are suffering, suffering under radical rule. And when Donald Trump was president, what did he do? He stopped with the money going to Hamas. He also closed down the Palestinian embassy in Washington, D.C. Because he wanted to get the money to the people, not to the radical organizations. So people do your research. You know what? Don't believe me. Go to Israel. Go to Israel. Go go visit. Go see. Go see that in the, in the army you're going to see black, white, red, brown, purple, yellow, all ethnicities, all religions. That's right. You're going to see a Muslim person wearing an IDF uniform, praying on the floor while a Jew is sitting next to him saying, and then you might see a Christian with a book of the Holy Bible praying to Jesus. I mean, it's just a place where women can be women and vote. Women vote there. Arab women, Arab Israelis vote in our Congress, in our government. We have an, a Jewish side, a Christian side. The Arabs have voting rights there. So it's crazy when people say Israel's an apartheid state. It's such baloney that you have to just sit back and say, 
Listen, they're saying that because they understand that the population by large is uneducated. Facts. True. It's true. You know, I mean, the, the enemy gets in when people are don't have the truth. The enemy does. He gets in when they don't have the truth and he gives an alternative version of the truth. He gives right. a counterfeit version. And if you right. can't tell the counterfeit from the real, right. that's where people get confused and it's a slippery slope from there and it all goes downhill. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. Michelle? I was going to say that the Torah is more in line with conservative values. It is. You know? And so it's time for the Jewish community to wake up and to leave these false, you know, these, these uh, false perspectives touted by the American left behind and embrace their identity. It's, it's very important. It, well, it is important because God is a God of order and he is a God of laws, right? <laughs> and so when you take law and order out of the equation, you get these rabbit holes and false ideas and chaos and wickedness and demonic uh, disgustingness that is going on when you want to remove that law and order. Every time the Jews in the Torah, in the Old Testament, removed law and order and the laws of God, everything went downhill and the nation fell. So we have to understand that. We have to learn from that. Amen. Well, what do we have now? It looks very similar to Sodom and Amorah. I mean, it's 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 there's a lot of chaos out there. There's a lot of misinformation out there. But like I said, when you understand the enemy's playbook, you understand what they're doing. And mm -hmm. Saul Alinsky's playbook, Rules for Radical, is their playbook. I mean, Hillary Clinton loved that book so much. She wrote her her thesis on it in college. Yeah. She loved it. I mean, they're proud. Of she did. And and you know what I love about the, the Democrat Party? There's one thing that I love about them. They stick to their playbook and they stick together. Where in the Republican Party, you got the rhinos, you got the people who are really, um, they're, they're really part of the Democrat Party who yeah. pretend that they're Republicans. You know, um, we don't- They're purple. I call yeah, them they're, purple. They're purple. Uh -huh. um, I, I don't agree with, with Mitch McConnell being there or Kevin McCarthy. Out. Out. We have enough new blood that's coming in here, young patriots, um, and um, and I really truly believe that um, America is the greatest country in the world, and I think that the whole world is watching America, and the next two years are going to be very, very telling, very mm -hmm. telling, and America at the end of the day will not fall. More and more Americans are waking up every single day, and Amen. I and I I measure that by. Wherever I am, people are like, I, I loved you on Housewives. You were so funny. But guess what? I love you so much more for being a patriot. Thank you for everything you do. And I said, don't thank me. We're all in this together. It's mm -hmm. a movement that is so beautiful. And um, it's all about God and country and faith and family. And, you know, once you pledge your allegiance to the United States of America, you have to realize that everybody wants to come to the United States of America because we're not a racist nation. <laughs> and for anybody to preach that we're a racist nation, you have to understand that they are puppets working for the devil. That's, that's our national right. Motto, our, our national motto, in God we trust. That's right. In, in God we trust. That is so true. Ladies, we've almost hit an hour. I'm wow. I'm going to, I know an hour just flew by, didn't it? Didn't it? Praise yeah. God. 
Baruch Hashem. Um, so I'm going to end with with something I happen to know in Hebrew for the two of you, and and we'll end it with this. Okay, Baruch Ata Adonai Elohenu Melech Heolam. Blessed are you, Lord God, King of the Universe. I love amen. it. Amen. 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 <laughs> oh, Amanda, I just oh, love you. Toda. Toda. Thank you. Thank you oh. for having us, Amanda. Thank you for coming. We love you, ladies. And we'll have you back on soon. And we'll talk soon. Join, Amen. Uh, go to our website, sign up for our email, and come to Israel with us. Yep. JexitUSA.org. Thank you, ladies. Yes. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everyone, that concludes our interview with Ziggy Flicker and Michelle Jeg uh, Michelle Terrace of Jexit. I hope you learned a lot. We have a double header today. This is segueing actually beautifully into the next leg, which is going to be at 4.45 p.m. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn is coming back on with us to discuss Return of the Gods and go into part two. So I wanted to thank everyone for joining us today. I wanted to um, put up just a couple things at the end here. This is Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals. If you go to bh-pm.com, they have a new client form. He is knowledgeable in all things gold, silver, markets. He comes on, he answers all of our viewers' questions, including in markets, real estate markets, uh, precious metals, and the like. So you can email him, Andrew, at bh-pm or go to bh-pm.com. Um, also we are going to put up here, if you go to amandagracegrows.com, these are amazing hydroponic, aeroponic growers. They grow vegetables three times faster, 30% more. They have indoor growers. You can grow your vegetables through the winter when you're in climates like mine in New York. We love to do that for the animals. We actually have one up in the parrot room. Uh, and so you could go to amandagracegrows.com to learn more. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. We're going to be back on. Uh, in about 15 minutes with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn for part two of Return of the Gods. God bless you guys. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians 6. We love you.